Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. NFL Lunch here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. You just heard during Nolan McGraw's update to Sean Watson season-ending surgery fracture in his throwing shoulder. Andrew Barry, the uh, GM, Cleveland Ball Club, said the injury is unrelated to the rotator cuff that had kept him out for a couple of weeks. Watson himself met with the media today, said he's still in disbelief. He knew something was wrong, but nothing that severe. I don't believe it, Bob. Uh, You know, it reminds me of when Jerry Rice hurt his knee. Um had surgery. I think it was surgery, but and then he came back and played in the last game and the doctor said, you know, nothing, you know, you're good to go, you're fine, you can't hurt it again. In that game, hurt the kneecap again, you know. And then it's like Dr. Dillingham who it was. He's like, "Well, that had nothing to do, you know, with what happened before, you know." Doctors, they can get very defensive if that's the case. So out for the year is Deshaun Watson. Dorian Thompson-Robinson is going to start this Sunday for the Browns against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So there's some pretty significant news which broke earlier this morning. Getting back to the Ravens. Now we look back at Sunday's loss to the Browns and Deshaun Watson. Justin Tucker, 55-yard field goal was blocked, which we've lamented Yep. throughout the course of the first three days. Here's John Harbaugh explaining exactly what happened in that circumstance. Yeah, yeah, we just got a little push in there in the A and B gap for sure. A longer kick forced Tuck to try to bring the trajectory down just a little bit to get it there because it, it was a long kick in that this time of year, you know, in that kind of a field. Really didn't want to be back there that far to kick it, and, uh, and they did a great job of rushing it, and it got blocked. You know, his hand was right there in the right spot, so... That's kind of how it goes. It was unfortunate, disappointing. Certainly, if I had to do it again, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd punt it, and pin him back down there. Well, I guess he he well, Harbs never calls out players. You know, it was Ben Cleveland who got questioned him himself in that situation. Yeah. yeah, if Ben Cleveland blocks his guy, if I'm a betting man, Tucker probably makes it. Because usually, if there's fifty-ish yard field goal attempt. He's all in. Oh, you have to, like, drag him off the field, Tucker, from attempting that field. Yeah, I mean, I I don't have a problem with Harbs kicking it. I just have a problem with Ben Cleveland not not blocking properly. 
Now you face a division foe for the second time. For instance, they beat Cleveland handily. First matchup, lose the second one. John Harbaugh, what are the challenges of facing a foe for the second time in a season? Yeah, I, mean, I don't really think there is a, a difficulty. You know, it's kind of you're used to doing it in the National Football League in your division. It's just part of the process, and you appreciate it. You know the teams. They know you. It's a high, heated rivalry, a very familiar games, you know. So, uh, But they're always different still, with that being said. So we just got to be ready for whatever happens, uh, play our best football, and uh, see what we can do. I just think in, the, in a game that happens this quick, Bob, there you can't because you're not practicing. You're just walking through. So putting in a lot of new stuff, no. You you may put in, you may have something that you, you know, saved up for this game from the, when the last time you played them. Maybe one or two new things is all we're going to see, in my opinion. The only thing that concerns me a little bit, Bob, is that um, against Houston, since he's defense, like on maybe four occasions, they rushed three and dropped eight. And had a lot of success against Stroud. And who had a lot of success rushing three and dropping eight against the Ravens was Arizona. So, I mean, I can see that they incorporate a lot of that in this week. Earlier in the show, when we did film study, or Vinny did on the offense, we'll get to the defense bottom of the hour, talking about the throw to Andrews, put them in field goal range. Yep. And then Lamar took back-to-back sacks. Lamar was asked yesterday, when's the decision to throw, keep, et cetera, et cetera? Um, it's only a tough decision if I have to wait for the route to develop, you know, to see if something's going to happen. If it's short and immediate routes and stuff like that, it, it won't be hard. You know, decision-making will be easier. What was the did, – did they ask him specifically about – I think it was a bunch of, of circumstances, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. – pretty typical i mean if if you're you know trying to hit a deep end at 18 yards you know you need a seven step drop and it does take longer that's why you see nowadays bob a lot of people max protect that's what uh, cincinnati did that's what cleveland did they max protected so they have time you know to get it deep and um if it's supposed to come out on time a lot of times boom fifth step out or third step boom out you know? Lamar, you're 10 games into the season. Yep. Ravens have won seven of them. I mean, a lot of people would like to be in your situation, but Lamar stating the obvious at this point with Thanksgiving next week, all of the games, they've got a significance to them. Every game for us is a must-win for us, not just because it's in a division game, but we, we definitely, I believe our team is definitely a lot hungrier just from what happened Sunday in a division loss in a close game. we definitely hungry as well. Well, uh, Bob, I hope tomorrow night they're eating. You know, they're hungry. I hope they're getting, I hope they're eating a smorgasbord tomorrow night. You know, because they they normally play good on national TV games, and they stars like to come out. And uh, if Lamar doesn't turn the ball over, we say this a lot. I mean, if he doesn't turn the ball over, he's usually well. That was an MVP performance. And if he turns it over, then it's like ah. Uh, then they probably, more than likely, they got a good chance to lose the game. Speedy to Hedy, 105.7 The Fan, NFL Lunch. Ravens have been outscored in the fourth quarter here, 2023. Roquan, how are you going to straighten that one out? The game Thursday, that's what I'm focused on. The game Thursday, you know, what's behind us is the past. Uh, I'm looking forward to the future at the end of the day. Yeah, some things throughout the game that uh, we don't like, but hey, that's the past, like I said, and I'm focused on uh, Thursday night at the bank. 
Kind of reminds me of what Lou Holt said. God put eyes in the front of your head, not not behind, so you can see where you're going, not where you bet. It's basically what Rokon was saying, and I, you know, kind of like it. And then finally, Joe Burrow. We heard him say he's he wasn't at full strength. Didn't have all of his tools in his toolbox. Is kind of the quote from the first matchup. But Roquan Smith said, "Doesn't matter about Joe Burrow, about us." Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, last couple games, he's uh, been able to uh, move around uh, definitely a bit more. But hey, you know we've seen him healthy, and we've seen him not healthy, so it don't really matter. They're gonna come ready, so we're gonna come. So it'll be whoever's the best that night, and I like us. Yeah, and I, I think they they got a good chance to get a bunch of pressure on it, Bob. I, I I believe that totally, and you know not having Higgins hurts. You know, because he's got Boyd, you know, and he's got Chase. So he's got two main dudes. And they run the ball less than anybody in the league. So um, rushers, get ready to go. Get in your track stances. Get ready to rush. And I hope that, you know, Van is healthy. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fed, coming up on uh, Thursday night. Some things for your game day pleasure if you're going to it. Carmelo Anthony will be the legend of the game. Former Baltimore or Towson Catholic star, Baltimore guy. Went trick-or-treating up there on Utah Place way back when, when he was a kid. Cedric Mullins, Orioles center fielder, will be the honorary captain. Nice. Ravens offense is going to be introduced first. A big boy. B-O-I, Nolan's favorite artist. He's going to perform at halftime. And if you're going to dress up like your favorite Raven, wear all black because they're wearing the all-black uniforms. When we come back, Brandon Hyde, Oriole manager, was on the Big Bad Morning Show this morning talking about winning manager of the year and everything else happening with his Orioles. We're going to hear from him and then Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens' defense. Disappointing fourth quarter yet again. Why? You'll find out bottom of the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Benny and Haiti, put your headphones in and ignore your coworkers. 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday, Vinny and Haiti here on 105.7 The Fan. Skip Shoemaker, 
National League Manager of the Year, Miami Marlins, former Padres and Cardinals coach, getting that award in the American League. It was all about Brandon Hyde. Two years in a row, he's won Sporting News Manager of the Year this season. The baseball writers chose him as their guy, getting 27 of the 30 First place votes, Oriole Skipper was on the Big Bad Morning Show earlier today and talked about that honor. And one of the questions was, hey, you got the award. Everybody saw it on national TV. So how'd you celebrate there, Hyder? Well, I got to be honest. I did have a couple of Casa Amigos last night. <laughs> I um, figured. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little Casa Amigos, a little splash of soda on, on ice. Um, no, My drink. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed uh Enjoyed it with my family. It's nice to see my family get some airtime. Uh, my son wasn't there. He's at basketball practice. But, uh, you know, a special night for us. And to have Joe Madden, honestly, you know, be the be the guy to, to present the award, that meant a lot to me and my family. So, uh, you know, team award, obviously. You don't, you don't win anything if you don't have players in front office that makes great decisions and things like that. So, uh, you know, it's a nice way to – it was a nice evening. Um, and I'm and I'm proud of what our team has accomplished, especially these last couple of years. Speaking of the last couple of years, I thought you know we always talked about how I thought you handled the misery amazingly. Um, never really looking like you losing your temper or getting frustrated, despite the fact it was frustrating and miserable. But now that you got here, did you ever see this in the like? Could you look down the road and say, "Yeah, we're going to win 101 games. I'm going to be the manager of the year." Not really, no. No, I bet not. <laughs> no, I mean, no. Listen, I mean, I think that you, you you have confidence that that you can turn things around, and as the talent starts to get to the big leagues and those type of things, uh, you can see a light at the end of the tunnel. But it's tough when you go through it. I mean, there's there's uh, tough tough getting beat on a nightly basis. It's tough to lose a hundred games. We did that twice, and uh, you know, I might have. I don't think I showed it all the time, patience, but you try to be as patient as possible and try to have your players watch you and, and hopefully you're consistent as possible with them and positive. And, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's some nights where you're wondering and you're, when is this, is this going to ever turn around? And, and uh, you just try to stay process based as much as you can surround yourself with really good people. I've had, I've had unbelievable support from the front office, from the, from, the Angelos family and and showing confidence in me and and uh, fortunately we got we got talented and turned this thing around for me as as quick as you possibly can. I mean, it's credit to credit to Mike and the organization for for doing it. Uh, you know, in only a few years. So so uh, Skip, as it looks, uh, you know, I'm surprised that Joe Madden didn't have a shaman summoning a chimpanzee to give you the award or something goofy like that. But I mean, that had to be pretty cool for you. Uh, but you know, we all talked about it when you were hired. And just doing radio as long as we all have and watching sports, there's always been the guy before the guy. And we thought that was going to be you, honestly. We thought you would end up being the fall guy for somebody else to come in. But all you've done is shown that this team has been proven year in and year out with one of the smallest payrolls. I mean, what was your thought process taking this job? Did you feel like you could get this team to this point? I mean, that's kind of a silly question to ask, but I'm kind of curious your thoughts when you took the job. Well, yeah, I mean, I thought I was ready to manage in the big leagues, and I felt like I was ready to manage to win in the big leagues. Um, you know, I, was, I got, I've been very fortunate. I got, I've had, I've been a bench coach for four different managers, and my last time was with Joe. I was with on four, 
you know, four years in a row of playoff teams in, in Chicago. So I knew what that looked like, won a World Series in 2016, know what, know what winning players and what a winning organization looks like and feels like. And uh, I had confidence that, you know, if we, if we get some the right pieces that, that we were able, we would be able to do that. Um, you know, Mike's been able to put that, put that together. He's, he's drafted extremely well. Uh, you know, ownership's shown, shown support and confidence in us and patience. And and uh, Mike's made really good pro decisions also, getting guys like Ryan O'Hearn to help us last year, Kyle Gibson's, Aaron Hicks off of waivers from the Yankees, things like that, little things that, that turn into big things. We've, we've made good decisions. And um, I knew once we got talented that we, we were going to have a shot. And, and the second for me, the, the 2022, really from June on, when we played really good baseball and people, people look at our record from, from May of 2022 to, you know, through last year, I think it's top one or two in baseball. So uh, not easy to do, not easy to do, especially in our division. So it's just super proud of how far we've come, um, you know, in a short amount of time and, and uh, just really looking forward to, to these guys going, you know, in the future. American League Manager of the Year, Brandon Hyde, joins us. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. We know it's not going to be less work or more work, but how does the work in the offseason change this year now that the uh, – not only – see, it's one thing to have the expectations. It's another thing to cash in. People know you're winners now. So how does the offseason work and preparation change? Well, I think our guys are going to come in hungry, to be honest with you. This is the way the, way the season ended and um, – just got, you know, getting a, a taste of the postseason. I think our guys are going to come in extremely motivated. So looking forward to, uh, you know, the winter meetings are in a couple of weeks. A lot of things usually happen around that time. Uh, we'll, we'll see what the offseason brings from, from our roster standpoint. But but the guys that, that are going to be coming back, that are coming in for next year, I know we're gonna, are going to be extremely motivated to, to uh, you know, try to win the division again. So all this said and done, you got you know you're the rookie of the year, you're the manager of the year, you got a couple of silver sluggers, an amazing pipeline that's being built, a couple three first round picks essentially next year. How are you feeling about the future? Given all once this you know this giddy part is over with winning the awards and all, what does the future look like for this team? Yeah, I think like I said, I mean I think that there's uh, we, have, we have a lot of talent. Um, really, you know, happy about our, what our minor league system has done, especially with the with the offensive side and the hitters that. That uh, you know these guys, some of these triple A numbers these guys put up was, were, unbelie- <laughs> yeah. were unbelievable, and, and uh, you know you don't know how it's going to translate in the big leagues. You know Adley and Gunner made it look made it look a lot easier <laughs> than it is, uh, but these guys have big time ceilings and and uh, a lot of a lot of talented hitters in, our, in that triple A team that that hopefully will. Will, will help us, and but our organization's in a great place, unbelievably a healthy spot for, for uh, you know, to compete, and and uh, so I'm really excited about about the future of the Orioles. Well, you didn't want the offseason to happen when it did, but uh, here we are. I mean, obviously the manager of the year, the American League. What's your offseason going to look like for you? You're going to take some downtime. You're going to enjoy this for a little bit. You, are you coaching this year? No, my kids are. My, no, my son's in high school now, so. My coaching days are now. Now I'm sitting in the stands. I'm enjoying that. We have a little high school basketball game tonight. I'm pumped about to watch them. That's uh, cool. So I'm going to try to see as much as I can. I miss so much. You know, you're gone. You're gone six, seven months, and then spring training is the other two months. So tough to. It's tough to be at your kids' events. Uh, 
And so I just really, I'm looking forward to that. Um, is he a better baseball yeah, player or basketball player? Uh, he's a better, I think he's, he's going to be a better baseball player. Okay. Um, he's a good little basketball player too. I mean, he's there. He's, um, he's a freshman. Um, and we, he grew up in Chicago where basketball was probably bigger than baseball, especially in the area we grew up, you know, he grew up in. So uh, when he moved to Florida, basketball wasn't as big, but uh, I, you know, I like, I like the way he plays. He can really defend and, mm-hmm. and uh, handles the ball extremely well, good shooter. So, I like watching him play, and my daughter's a really good volleyball player, so I'm excited to watch her going forward. Brandon Hyde, excited about a lot of things with his kids and excited about the fact that he was named last night as the American League Manager of the Year, as chosen by the Baseball Writers Association of America, two times running, by the way, Manager of the Year, as chosen by the Sporting News. When we come back, Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens' defense in the loss to the Cleveland Browns last Sunday. Also look at the slate of games for Week 11 in the NFL, which starts tomorrow, of course, where the Ravens hosting the Cincinnati Bengals, Baltimore three-and-a-half-point favorites over a Cincinnati ball club. Both teams riding high last week. Four in a row in the win column. Both lose at You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Home. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. I guess from a football perspective, it's uh, Friday. Saturday. Well, for us, because tomorrow's the game. Yeah. And we'll preview everything, stats and keys and all of that. But... We're a little more than 24 hours away from kickoff, but we still have to look back at what happened Sunday yeah. at M&T Bank. And, you know, the Ravens lost. Four-game winning streak came to an end against the Browns, who are now minus their quarterback, Deshaun Watson, for the season, just tuning in shoulder surgery. He's finished. But for the Ravens, they were up, let's see, 14-zip, 17-3, 24 31-17. And then let it slip away for various reasons. We talked about the offense in the earlier portion of the program. Now let's break down the Ravens' defense film stuff. I think three things, Bob. Number one, tackling wasn't good, especially Patrick Queen. You know, and a lot, some of the DBs wasn't good tackling. And number two, we'll talk, we'll talk about 
you know, the middle of the field, you know, completing passes in the middle of the field because that was that was not good, you know. And then talk about, you know, like execution wasn't as sharp and crisp as it was the year before. But like the stuff – and another word that came up that we hadn't heard like in three weeks or so was communication. A lot of miscommunication. You know, I mean, I saw in one receiver I, – I, might have, it was tight end in Joker. Receivers running across on a short route. Queen and Roquan both run with him, which leaves the wide, middle of the field wide open. Those were the th- kind of things that happened. You know, and then, Bob, the other thing was talk about leaving the middle of the field open the pass rushers, you know, and because they, they said they worked on it all week long. Because when you come up, you can't go past him, you can't go past Deshaun. Because if you go past him, then you opened up. The creases, which he had, you know, a bunch of, because you got to come up to him and then you got to retrace, which means go back. And then he he had some open open lanes and he killed him a lot, you know, on that. And or then a bum ankle, come to find out. Yeah, a high ankle sprain, <laughs> torn shoulder, fourteen for fourteen, rush for all kinds socks. of yards. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean. And then I think another thing, too, Bob, when Humphrey went out, that hurt him. You know, because then they were coming after uh, Rocky Sin, and then he got the P.I., and I don't think they called a P.I. on Marlon Humphrey down there, which was a big play in the game, too. But uh, Geno Stone's tackling wasn't good. Patrick Queen, I thought it was one of his worst games. I, I just didn't – I thought he missed and lunged way, way too many tackles and didn't make – he didn't make any impact plays. You know, so this week – you know, those guys got to show up. Um, but, you know, like the defensive line people, the front guys, thought they got their shoulders turned some. And they let they weren't taking two. Because when you take two, then you let Roquan and Patrick one run free. Big old 53 was coming through that line at 300-pounder. They're Patrick Ricard, you know, one-on-one. And, I mean, Roquan can't sit in there and take a 305-pounder coming right at him. You got to olay him. And then what do you do? Then you're picking, then you're jumping on a side, and then that opens up holes. And that, you know, and that happened. And like you said, Roquan had 21 tackles. A lot of them were down the line a little bit. Um, So um, linebackers weren't as good. The timing wasn't as great. The middle of the field wasn't great. You know, I thought um, that, you know, Oway. Didn't really make a play, but, you know, with two minutes left in the game, he made – could have been the biggest play in the game because he had a beautiful rush. You know, that was that was a nice rush by him, sack, fumble, but then they recover. You know, and um, I thought that – I would say, Bob, right now, it'd be either Roquan or Jadavian Clowney would be the defensive MVP of the team right now. One of those two guys. Because, I mean, Jadavian had two sacks, and that, he was all over the place. Yep. You know, the only thing that scares you know, about tomorrow night's game is is that he and Van Oy played like 48 plays, more than they've been playing, and now we got a short week, and they're 31-year-old guys. How do they respond? Because if Van Oy can't play, then it's just, you know, Clowney and Oway are the only two guys that provide any rush because Harrison just played a couple snaps and Robinson played a couple snaps but they provide no rush whatsoever. So then what Mike McDonald's going to have to do, he's going to have to bring the Hamiltons of the world. He's going to have to bring probably more blitzes. But he knows how to handle 
these guys because he, he's he's played them. What has he played them like four times in the last year? Four or five. It'll, this will be the fifth, I think. But overall, I thought the defense wasn't wasn't their A game. Fourth quarter was bad. They couldn't get off the field. Got to make a play on third down. You know, you got second and nineteen, and you give them seventeen. You know, I mean, you, you, in the fourth quarter, I mean, you make a play. You know, it, it just was, it was not great defense. They gave up way too many yards, and, and they couldn't stop the run, which is unheard of for the number one rush team and, you know, one of the top rushing teams in the league. So it was a disappointing ending because, you know, you give up a 17-play drive, a 10-play drive, you know, and no wonder why they wore down at the end. And it was against the Cleveland offensive line, too, that... Had two backup, right. had the fourth and fifth tackles, and but they're better run blockers than they are pass, and they and and once they once you get it going and feeling good and confident, then then the Ravens guys they were catching, they were playing on their side of the line, and you could see it because we've had callers call in and say Bob that they were more physical, which they were, especially in the second half, they were much more physical. Yeah, moving piles, which you don't see a lot. You're right. Against that Ravens defense. Biddy and Haiti, 105.7 The Fair. Week 11 of your NFL season starts tomorrow night. Bengals at Baltimore, 8.15 is your kickoff time. Ravens, three and a half point favorites. Over under is 45 and a half. This is according to Caesars Sportsbook. I think it's going to be under, Bob. Weather should not be a factor here. I mean, they both played in, you know, colder cities especially in November. But our coverage starts tomorrow on the fan with Baltimore Game Day Uncensored. The pregame show brought to you by Rice Murtha Pesaurus will be at Brew Brothers Horseshoe Casino starting at 5 o'clock. Also, Week 11, Sunday, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Deshaun Watson, as we said, out for the year. Dorian Thompson-Robinson going to get the start there. Browns still two-point favorites in this one. 33.5 is the over-under. Both teams 6-3. and three. On the year, Bears at Lions, Detroit minus nine. Looks like Justin Fields will be back yeah. for this ball game. Here, Chargers at Green Bay, Chargers minus three. Raiders are at Miami, Miami twelve and a half point favorites at home. Giants at the Commanders, Washington big favorites here minus nine and a half. Looks like Devito is going to start again yeah. for the G-Men. What do we got here? You got the Cowboys at Carolina. Some hefty spreads here too. Dallas minus ten and a half on the road. Against the one win Panthers. Tennessee's at Jacksonville. Jacksonville minus six and a half. Titans are three and six. 0 oh and five on the road. Jacksonville just got blown out at home by San Francisco. Cardinals are at the Texans. Houston minus five. Houston five and four on the year. Just beat Cincinnati on the road. Tampa Bay at San Francisco. Another big line. San Francisco minus 11 and a half. Jets at Buffalo. Bills minus seven cares they're five at five and five on the year they don't blow anybody out they find ways to lose at this stage josh allen giving turnovers away in a big big fashion seattle's at the rams seattle minus one sunday night minnesota's at denver broncos 
minus two and a half in this game. Two, two of the hottest teams. Yeah, Minnesota, yeah. winners of yeah. five in a row. Monday night, Phillies at Kansas City. Super Bowl rematch, Chiefs minus three. Buys this week for week 11. Atlanta, Indy, New England, and New Orleans. That's your slate of games for week 11 in the National Football League. We'll come back, take a trip through the funhouse. Dolan McGraw, you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Inside access, taking over at... Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Two. Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Got the updated injury report for the Cincinnati Bengals. Make sure I get this guy's name right. Andre. Yosevich, who has two touchdowns this year, mm-hmm. he's out. Wide receiver. Also out for the Bengals. T. Higgins. Yep. Sam Hubbard. Yep, that's big. Playing, however, for Cincinnati, Trey Hendrickson. I wonder what what, what kind of what what percentage we get. He practiced fully today. Okay. Now, whether what he'll be tomorrow night at 8 15. No idea, but the assumption was that he wasn't going to play this week, but he's playing and wow. ready to roll. You know what's funny is is like practice fully today. That means uh, he showed this, up. Yeah, because <laughs> all they're doing is walking through. Getting they're getting on the plane today. As we said, Justin Fields going to get the start for uh, the Bears. It looks like uh, Dorian Thompson Robbins going to be the starter for Cleveland. Pratt. Pat Fryermuth, by the way, coming back could be getting ready to come back for that's the Pittsburgh for Steelers. So that's a you know, Ravens and Bengals have a huge matchup tomorrow, and then Pittsburgh and Cleveland. So we're going to know a lot more, obviously, about the AFC North when we come back on Monday morning for sure. We want we want Cleveland to beat Pittsburgh. I would think, Bob. Well, the reason being why. Well, just because Cleveland doesn't have a quarterback, you know, and they'll probably, you know, and that kind of knocks Pittsburgh down to reality. And then, you know, you know, Cleveland's going to lose some games just because they're playing a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I think uh, Ravens, first things first, is just handle your business. No doubt. And then everything else will take care of itself because after Cincy tomorrow, you go out to L.A. and take on the Chargers. And that's a team that has a losing record, but we know there's potential to pull a stunner or two. That's another team, by the way, that finds ways to lose. Who did you say the Chargers were playing Sunday, Bob? I can't. Chargers are playing. Um, Chargers, Chargers, Green Bay. Oh, at Green Bay. Right. So they got a long, long flight. They're going to be playing in the cold. Right. But then they'll be off for a week like the Ravens will. Yeah. Well, the Ravens will have more time off. Yes. 
But yeah. still, they'll be going back home, getting ready for that matchup. So there's the deal with that one. L.A. minus three, by the way, against the Pack. Brandon High, congratulations to you. American League Manager of the Year. Turp football taking on Michigan Saturday. We'll talk more about that next couple of days. Maryland basketball back on the hardwood after going 0 for North Carolina as they take on Villanova, who lost earlier this week to Penn. All right, quick draw. You ready to get out of here? Because Inside Access is waiting to get on. Any closing thoughts for the audience or no? No, let's uh, let's hear what the audience has to say. Let's do it. Quick draws, funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. First text here says, this is definitely a must-win game for the Ravens. The problem that I'm seeing with the team right now, at least in the fourth quarter, the offense still trying to force plays, especially pass plays into tight coverage. I was yelling at my TV on Sunday, please slow down the offense. Just try to milk the clock and get out of there with a win. Yeah, well, the problem they had was they couldn't get squat running. You know, every time they tr- tried to run it, they were getting one yard. They were getting knocked. They're, the Cleveland defensive front was killing them, you know, physically up front. And that was the problem. Then you had to throw it, you know. The the problem the whole fourth quarter was third and long, Norm. I mean, it was every time you looked up, it was third and eight or more. And then, and then guess who's teeing it up? Garrett. I've talked a bit about Josh Allen this week, another disappointing performance for him. Uh, turnover-riddled performance at that in a loss on Monday Night Football. Kevin in Randallstown checking in here says, feels like Josh Allen hasn't been the same since he's decided to stop running as much as he used to. I think he hasn't been the same since he hurt his elbow in that I agree, Jets game I agree with that. Last year. I mean, he could still make throws, but his decision-making. And, and they don't... What did that Haley Steinfeld hit him with a frying pan or something and knock his brain loose? And they're one of the – they ran the ball pretty good the other night, but they're one of the worst rushing teams, you know. I mean, and and really other – they don't really have a lot of – do they have a lot of weapons, do you think, Bob? Outside of Diggs. Diggs yeah. I mean, Davis can be, but he's inconsistent. Yeah. And he had the ball bounce off his hands the other night. But Josh Allen is the guy that he's either going to win it for you or, or he's going to yeah. lose it for you. Yeah. Or they're going to have 12 men on the field at the end of the game, which is inexplicable. Uh, this one here from Chris says, as a fan, you get frustrated with how the Ravens have lost the games that they have. But honestly, if they start playing their best football come December, most important time of the year, uh, no one will care about these uh, silly losses. Well, I, I don't think any of them are silly losses, but yeah, I mean, and the biggest thing is, is Lamar, you know, play in the month of December. That's going to be the biggest thing. Yeah, silly losses. They catch two passes in Pittsburgh and don't <laughs> gack away multiple leads. They're undefeated in the division. Right. right Harbs now. calls timeout against uh, Indy. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, the Browns game made. The previous two losses look worse. You can stand to lose to the Browns. They're a good team. They yeah. beat you on a last-second field goal. If anything, that you're kicking yourself more about the Colts and Steelers. Right. We'll close with this one here. Howard in Baltimore says, What happened to giving the ball to Mitchell in the second half? 
Uh, for that matter, why was Justice Hill in so much when there was really no production from him start to finish? I need a killer mentality from my offensive coordinator, not just a let's survive mentality. Yeah, I, I, I think, and I said it like earlier in the week, I thought that Justice Hill would get a lot of play just because he's the best chipper. You know, and they were throwing it every down almost. So who who's your best chipper in there? And you needed that in there. That's why I thought he was in there because Mitchell is not, you know, I'm guessing that they consider Justice Hill their best pass blocker and probably Mitchell's the worst, you know, because he's the smallest. Bidding Haiti 1057, the fan. That's going to do it for us tomorrow. Total request Thursday, which means you pick the songs. We're going to have keys to victory. We're going to have a stat breakdown. We're going to look at the Bengals on film as they just lost at home, too. Let's not forget the Ravens aren't the only team that lost. Cincinnati lost at home to C.J. Stroud, who's having a monster season. C.J. Stroud in the fourth quarter was the best quarterback on the field in Cincinnati last week. And Vinny's going to point out what Cincinnati's major malfunction was there. Anything else happening over the next 24 hours in the world of sports, we'll get into that as well. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Inside access, ladies and gentlemen, coming up in a matter of minutes. For now, class dismissed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.